So uh, this is Jody Meyer, Chair of the Historic Resources Commission. Uh, we will go ahead and call to order the July 21st uh, meeting of the Historic Resources Commission. Avery, do you want to give the preliminary information instructions? Yes, thank you, Chair Meyer. This is Avery Kerner, planning staff, and I have just a few housekeeping items for tonight's hybrid meeting. This meeting is being recorded and broadcast on the city's YouTube channel and cable channel 25. For those participating via Zoom, please remember to mute yourself during meeting. Please also turn your video off. This allows the active meeting, meeting participants to be seen on screen. When you are participating, please keep your video on. We also ask that everyone state their name each time they speak to ensure that everyone is able to follow along. And with that, I'll turn the meeting back over to the chair. This is Chair Meyer again. Thank you, Avery. Um, we will go ahead and take a roll call vote of members this evening. Commissioner Irby. Commissioner Irby here. Commissioner Johnson. Commissioner Johnson here. Commissioner Ezell. Commissioner Ezell here. Commissioner Klein. Commissioner Klein here. Commissioner Coleman, which I don't see on Zoom, so I assume Commissioner Coleman's not here. Um, Commissioner Holly. Commissioner Holly present. Kudos, Commissioner Holly, to being there in person. It had been my intention to be there in person tonight, but I had some family matters that took up till about 5.50, so thank you. Um, Okay, we will move on then to the first item on our agenda tonight, which is communications. Um, we will receive communications from other commissions, the State Historic Preservation Office and the general public. Um, Lynn, I know we received one, at least one communication this evening. Are there multiple communications or just that one? Lynn Braddock-Zollner, Historic Resources Administrator. There is just the one communication this evening. It is from the State Historic Preservation Office to do an amendment to the East Lawrence Industrial Historic District to include the Quonset Hut that's at 8th in Pennsylvania. When the district was initially nominated and listed, the property owners for that particular structure um, did not want to take part in the historic district and now there's a new property owner who wants to use the tax credits to rehabilitate the structure and have a new use for the property. And so I hope you had a chance to read the nomination and typically the Historic Resources Commission, if you agree with the findings of the nomination, would um, have staff write a letter of support from the commission to the Historic Sites Board of Review. And I'd be happy to answer any questions you might have. This is Chair Meyer again, thank you. Um, is there any public comment on this item? This is Avery Kerner, planning staff. There is no public comment on this item. This is Chair Meyer again, thank you. Uh, we'll bring it back to the commission for discussion or a motion. Um, I'm whole, I am wholeheartedly in favor of, of that. Um, so I'm not sure what else I need to say about that other than I think it's great that that is being added. Commissioner Irby, I agree. Well, this is Commissioner Johnson. Do we just need a, a motion to ask Glenn to write the letter? Of yes. Then I I make that motion. Okay, is there, this is Chair Myers, is there a second? 
Commissioner Irby, second. There's been a motion by Commissioner Johnson and a second by Commissioner Irby. So we'll take a roll call vote. Commissioner Irby. Commissioner Irby, aye. Commissioner Johnson. Commissioner Johnson, aye. Commissioner Ezell. Commissioner Ezell, aye. Commissioner Klein. Commissioner Klein, aye. Commissioner Holly. Commissioner Holly, aye. Commissioner Myers and I also, so that motion carries six to zero. So thank you, Lynn, for in advance for doing that. Um, we will move on to the next item on the agenda, which is disclosure of ex parte communications, if there are any by commissioners this evening. I'm not seeing anybody immediately raising a hand. Um, and then we will have declaration of abstentions for specific agenda items by commissioners this evening. I will assume unless someone raises their hand that they do not, there are none. Uh, uh, this is Commissioner oh. Johnson. I would just excuse, recuse myself from the one item on the consent agenda that is the KU um, Welcome Center. Since I work for KU, I think maybe I should recuse myself just from that part of the consent agenda. Okay, any others? All right, um, we'll move on then to the next item, which is committee reports. Are there any committee reports this evening? We have no committee reports this evening. Okay, this is Commissioner Meyer again, thank you. Um, the next item on the agenda is our consent agenda. Um, we have some design review applications which have been administratively reviewed and approved by staff. Um, is there any public comment on these items? This is Avery Kerner, planning staff. There is no one present to provide public comment. Thank you. This is Chair Meyer again. Um, I guess we could, uh, my recommendation is we confirm the design review applications. Uh, we could, I guess, make a motion to confirm all of them, but the KU one, if Bonnie is recusing or do it as is, and Bonnie can re recuse from the whole thing. I don't care which one, Bonnie, do you have a? It, what, whatever works. So if it's okay for me to recuse myself from the whole thing, then I can do that. Okay, well, that way we save time, I suppose, if anyone has any objection to that. So I will move that we confirm the design review applications according to the standards and information listed in the staff report for each application. Is there a second? Commissioner Zell, I second. There has been a, a motion by uh, Chair Meyer and a second by Commissioner Zell, so we'll take a roll call vote. Commissioner Irby. Commissioner Irby is an aye. Uh, Commissioner Johnson. Commissioner Johnson is abstain. Okay, Commissioner Ezell. Commissioner Ezell, aye. Uh, Commissioner Klein. Commissioner Klein, aye. Commissioner Hawley. Commissioner Hawley, aye. And Commissioner Meyer is an aye. So that motion carries five in favor, one abstaining. All right, we will move on then to the general public comment portion of the evening. Is there any general public comment? This is Avery Kerner, planning staff. There is no general public comment. 
Okay, Chair Meyer again, thank you. Um, we will then move on to the public hearing items of which we only have one this evening, which is DR-22-001146020 Indiana Street. Good evening, commissioners. This is um, the first item on your agenda, DR-22-00114 for 620 Indiana Street. It is actually two additions to the property. Um, it's a state law review because the property is a contributing structure to the Old West Lawrence Historic District listed in the National Register of Historic Places. And the property is located in the environs of the Walder Clark House, located at 643 Indiana Street. So it also requires a certificate of appropriateness. This project was reviewed by the Historic Resources Commission at the May 19, 2022 meeting. At that time, the commission referred the project to the Architectural Review Committee to review options that would meet the applicant's overall goals while better meeting the applicable standards and guidelines. This is the project location here shown in the green. Sixth Street is at the top of your screen. And this shows the red shading is the National Register Historic District and the blue in the bottom left corner is the listed locally listed property. This is the primary elevation of the structure. This is that south side of the ele south elevation of the structure. And this is the north elevation. Showing more of that north elevation. And this is also that north elevation and the new addition would be here where these two windows are now. And then this is the sunroom addition that would be replaced with the new sunroom addition. This is just looking at the overall site plan to show the new sunroom. It's gonna be actually a master suite addition um, here. And then this is showing the proposed lift addition. This staff reviewed this really and uh, suggests the HRC reviewed this as two projects, um, one for the master suite edition and one for the lift. I'll just go through the drawings um, that were submitted last time. Even after the ARC meeting, the applicant has decided they want to go um, for review with their original set of drawings. So just to briefly recap those drawings. This is the sunroom showing, and this is showing the window that would be replaced with the addition. This shows that lift addition right here, and then this would be the master suite addition all through here. Um, it's a little difficult to tell because the way the elevations are drawn with the white and the lines aren't real clear, but this shows the primary elevation. This would be that two-story lift addition right here. And this is the uh, new master suite addition right here. And that's showing where that lift addition would be. And then this is showing that north elevation again, 
where the additions would be. And this is showing the rear of the structure. So as I mentioned, staff would recommend that you review this as two different proposals, one for the master suite addition and one for the lift addition. As we discussed in the staff report and then at our last meeting, the lift addition does not meet the standards and guidelines of the Secretary of the Interior standards and it does not meet uh, the illustrative criteria in section 22-506.1 and standard nine and section 22505 of chapter 22. So staff would recommend for the master suite edition that you approve the state law review and find that in accordance with the Secretary of the Interior standards, the proposed master suite edition does not damage or destroy any historic property listed in the National Register of Historic Places or the Register of Historic Kansas Places. Staff also recommends that in accordance with Chapter 22 of the Code of the City Lawrence, the standards of evaluation, that you find that the proposed master suite addition will not significantly encroach on damage or destroy the landmark or its environs and issue the certificate of appropriateness. For the lift addition, staff recommends that you find the lift addition does not meet standard nine of the Secretary of the Interior standards, the standards of evaluation, and deny the proposed project as it damages the listed historic property for the proposed project. Staff also recommends that you find the lift addition does not meet all of the illustrative criteria in section 22.506.1 and standard nine in section 22.505 of chapter 22 and deny the certificate of appropriateness. And uh, Commissioner Hawley may have something he wants to add. It was uh, a lengthy um, ARC meeting, we looked at several possibilities for the project. One was an interior lift addition um, right as you come in the front room. One was an addition on the southeast corner of the building um, at the rear of the house. And then one that the ARC spent some time on was an addition similar to where the proposed addition is, but pushed back beyond those um, windows so that the windows remained intact and the addition was behind them. So as I mentioned, after going through all of those um, op options, uh, the applicant has chosen to stick with their original proposal. And um, as I mentioned, staff is of the opinion that the new addition for the master suite does meet the Secretary of the Interior standards because it is placed toward the rear of the structure um, on a secondary elevation, whereas the lift addition does not meet those guidelines and standards because it is at the front of the structure and alters the character defining facade of the property. And with that, I'd be happy to answer any questions you may have. Thank you. This is Chair Meyer again. Um, is the applicant present this evening? This is Avery Kerner, planning staff. Yes, the applicant is present in the chambers tonight. Does the applicant wish to make any comments this evening? Don't feel required to, just offering. 
yes, Lance Adams, Adams Architects. And uh, the uh, clients are going to be here as the owners of the home will be here as well. Uh, they run in the impression it started at 630, so they may be a few minutes delayed. I apologize for that. Um, yeah, we uh, we met with uh, ARC and, and worked with both Jay and Stan on uh, kind of going through where to place the elevator. Uh, we even provided that, that drawing should be in your packet of that option um, of sliding the elevator back about five feet from where we had proposed it. Um, and I, I don't know, was that in your package, that secondary set of drawings? I did submit it to Lynn on it. Uh, as we re I reviewed it with the client after we had, had modeled it and everything, the, uh, we really felt what it did to the house. It, it didn't add anything to it. Um, it was less disturbing to the existing structure to go where we had originally proposed it using the original window openings rather than cutting new openings into the house itself uh, to make that work. Um, it was also a little bit awkward on entry from the library on first floor into that uh, elevator space as well. It was right up against a wall. So uh, because of those reasons, uh, they just decided to stay with the same, uh, the original proposal. Uh, it didn't make much of a difference on the, uh, the front elevation of the building as well. Um, as we looked at that, uh, was sliding it back to five feet, it was still uh, the same visibility as the other one as it set forward, um, which once again, we felt it was less intrusive on the existing structure on what we were doing. Uh, we had uh, in the example, had shown the other locations uh, that, that Lynn discussed on the elevator placement. Uh, the elevator shaft itself is about seven by seven or seven by eight. Um, so to put that type of space into their small living room, uh, you know, pretty much destroyed the living room that was left. Also, we felt that it would do less damage to the building by moving the elevator shaft outside the building rather than cutting a seven by seven or seven by eight shaft throughout the entire structure, the original structure of the house, have it in that area. The uh, last location uh, that was discussed as well is on the uh, west, I'm sorry, on the southeast corner of the original building. Uh, it would be off of the, uh, off the alley side. Uh, it went across the main window into the dining room space and then landed right um, across the window into the uh, into a bedroom and made the bedroom upstairs really unusable. It became more of a circulation space than a, uh, a bedroom at that point. Uh, also where that shaft would be located, uh, if we have the, the map you can bring up that shows the local um, environs map. I'm not sure, Lynn, do you have that on your slide to share? It was a part of the package. I know that you had the local environs. <clears throat> okay, so we can see the bubble on the local environs. So that would be the closer point to the structure is where the elevator was proposed on that southeast corner 
of the building as compared to where we're proposing putting on the northwest corner of the building. So it would not be within view of the uh, locally registered structure. So like I said, multiple negatives against the other options that are being waived as, as better options um, for the project. Uh, we, still, we still feel that the original proposal of placing the elevator shaft on the uh, northwest corner of the building using the original window locations as entry points, relocating those original windows and trim to the elevator shaft itself um, is a better solution than others proposed for the elevator options. So I'm, I'm here for questions, if you have any questions about it, but that's kind of where we ended up at on the project. Mr. Chairmeyer, thank you. Um, is there any public comment on this item? This is Avery Kerner, planning staff. There is no one from the public to provide comment. Mr. Chairmeyer, again, thank you. Then we'll bring it back to the commission for discussion. You're more than welcome to sit as well. You don't thank you. Well, I guess, oh, I'm going to let Commissioner Klein start off because she raised her hand. Well, I'm still a newbie here. Um, so according to what Mr. Adams just stated, the lift on the northwest side puts it technically outside the environs of the historic <coughs> uh, property, the Wilder House. So does that mean then that it does meet that the lift elevator does meet the standards if it's no longer in the environs of the Wilder home. This is Chair Meyer. The, the property itself is a contributing structure to the old uh, West Lawrence Historic District, which is on the National Register. I mean, okay. and it's in the environs. Okay, so it doesn't matter that just the lift is outside technically by inches. <laughs> not, not, not to me. It doesn't matter. Gotcha. Okay, thank you. <clears throat> yeah, this is Avery Kerner, planning staff. I just want to provide real quick that the property owners uh, have arrived and they are present in the the city commission or the commission chambers this evening. And um, so, if they they might wish to speak at some point. <laughs> Okay, yeah. It looks like the chair is connecting. My, this is Chair Meyer. My apologies. I accidentally disconnected myself. That's okay. Chair Meyer, this is Avery Kerner, planning staff. I don't know if you um, caught that the property owners have shown up and they would like to provide a quick comment. 
Okay, that's fine. Okay, well, sorry, we, we thought it was 6.30, so, and we were early, guess not. <laughs> um, well, I wanted to address, uh, basically, I guess I would say a couple of things are general interest in remodeling, and then specifically why we push the plan that we do. Um, and let me give the two of you here some things that pertain to that. Um, the general case for remodeling is simply, we never had a long-term plan, but we have lived in our house for 37 years now. And uh, we are, are at a point where we'd like to live out our lives there as best we can. A lot of people, I think, like that anymore. Uh, but uh, we didn't really buy it a long time ago with this idea that it would be uh, you know, something that would be a retirement home, and it's not built for that, for sure. So we'd like to to do some changes. So we'd like to get it to where we can do basic living functions on the first floor, and then have access, simply to have access to a major part of the house, which is upstairs. So that would be a little bit of remodeling and, and expansion a little bit down on the bottom. And then upstairs have a lift to get up to, to make that whole area accessible. So that's that in a nutshell is, is what we are looking for. When we were here before, it was suggested that we should uh, consider an elevator in a different place than, than where we originally worked at. And we have not seen that that's a very workable solution. It doesn't work very well for us. Um, it, uh, structurally presents problems. This is a house that's over a hundred years old and there are simply structural issues, foundation issues and some other things. So that's, that's part of the problem. And, uh, and well, they're just simply, it's uh, not, not a very feasible way to do it. So um, the uh, objection, as I understand it, is that uh, you want to interfere as little as possible with the outside view of the house. People out on the street want to see pretty much what's all already there. And that's what these first two pictures are, really. These are both views from out in front of the house. The first one on here, number one, is is looks right at where the elevator, where we would prefer to put it. Um, and you can see a kind of, it looks like a vertical shaft there. It's windows there, and we would replace that and even put windows in the elevator shaft. So we try to keep that, that part of the design going. The uh, second picture is from straight out in front. And that is, uh, as you can see, you really can't see anything at all there. Now, of course, that depends on having trees there. And I know that's an issue. Um, I, I frankly can't imagine anyone would ever live there and not have trees there. 
uh, who knows? Uh, the one reason I think that though is that we are on a lot and two thirds and the way our house sits, the remainder of the lot, which is out to the north, which is where the elevator would need to be. There's not room to put it on the south. We're right up against the alley, but the uh, on the north, the what's left in the, of the yard, there is not a buildable lot, not legally a big enough lot to build on. So uh, I, I think the idea that trees don't matter, well, yeah, they do. I think there will always be trees there. So that I think, as far as the visuals go, is is part of what convinces us that this isn't such a bad idea. The other thing I just wanted to point out, and that's really the rest of these pictures, uh, there's a house on our block. It's just down and across the alley from us, down at 7th and Louisiana. Uh, that was originally a very normal, rather simple four square house, not much decoration or anything, just a very simple old house. It had been the home of the Lawrence Business College many years ago, then it became a single family house and it was that for most of the time that we've lived there, a family house. Um, well, someone bought it several years ago and decided to change that and these pictures show what it looks like now. And I wish I had a before picture. You could see a pretty dramatic difference in it. But the picture, the first one, number three, is you can you can just see there that this is not a very simple house. Uh, they've added porches and gables and all kinds of things. It looks quite different. Uh, in picture number four, this is dim. The light wasn't very good. But if you look there just above that car, um, you can see a walkway, a, a connector that connects the garage to the house. They built that new garage, the, the new owner, and then they wanted to connect it to the house and they built this two-story connector so you can go across on either level. Uh, so that's kind of unusual, I would say. And then the picture number five, gets a little bit of a look and these are all taken from off the property so if the idea is to make it look to the general public like it did well this shows you how little it does and yeah, this number five which you a conservatory that they put out in the yard there uh, don't know of any other houses around there that have conservatories but these people did so that's yet another thing that has dramatically changed the appearance. And then the last picture, number six, is uh, simply the front door. And again, they've added all this stuff out front. So this very simple house that was once there, this is a very, very different thing. Well, they came down here to this commission and got permission to build what they built. Uh, and. Um, some of you might not think very highly of it. I don't know, but someone did. And we kind of feel like if you can get this dramatic a change, ours is really pretty small by comparison. And I think it's pretty reasonable. Anyway, we, we want to preserve the integrity of the neighborhood for sure but we also would like to live there. We've actually done some house hunting to see if there's another place we could live. 
and we're pretty picky actually. We want to be in a place where we can walk downtown. I look at my parents who uh, in their latter years couldn't walk, couldn't drive, I mean, anymore. And being able to walk somewhere is pretty important to us. So things like that. And we've simply not had any success in finding anything that works for us to replace it. Uh, so anyway, I just wanted to say that and hope that this would satisfy you. We've tried to do the right thing. And I think this is a right thing. I think it would work fine for, for us. And I think it would not seriously damage the neighborhood. Mr. Chair Meyer, thank you for your comments. We'll bring it back to the commission for discussion. Um, this is Commissioner Johnson. Can we go ahead and take action on, I mean, do the two different um, actions, <clears throat> one approving the addition and then have some discussion about the lift? This is Chair Meyer. I think that would be fine. Um, so, so I would, <laughs> I'm not going to say this properly, but make a, a motion to a view, uh, to approve the certificate of appropriateness and the review of the addition and move for its approval. Okay, I think what you're saying is <laughs> regarding the master suite addition, because there's two components to that. Right, right. So we- There we, we go. To, oh, okay. There you go. Thank you. I would like to make my motion say that that's on the screen right now. Do do you do I need to read it? Um, I think we need to do two separate motions. Separate. Do we not? Let okay. So the first motion would be to approve the master suite edition and find that in accordance with the Secretary of the Interior standards, the standards of evaluation that the proposed master suite addition does not damage or destroy any historic property listed in the National Register of Historic Places or the Register of Historic Kansas Places. Is there a second? Commissioner Irby, second. There has been a motion and a second. I'll take a roll call vote. Commissioner Irby? Commissioner Irby, aye. Commissioner Johnson? Commissioner Johnson, aye. Commissioner Ezell? Commissioner Ezell, aye. Commissioner Klein? Commissioner Klein, aye. Commissioner Hawley. Commissioner Hawley, aye. And Commissioner Myers, an aye. So that motion carries six to zero. Um, and then I would make a motion regarding the master suite addition that in accordance with chapter 22 of the Code of the City of Lawrence, the standards of evaluation find that the proposed master suite addition will not significantly encroach on damage or destroy the landmark for its environs and issue the certificate of appropriateness. Is there a second? Commissioner Irby, second. Uh, there's been a motion and a second, so I'll take a roll call vote. Commissioner Irby. Commissioner Irby, aye. Commissioner Johnson. Commissioner Johnson, aye. Commissioner Ezell. Commissioner Ezell, aye. Commissioner Klein. Commissioner Klein, aye. Commissioner Hawley. Commissioner Hawley, aye. And Commissioner Meyer is an aye, so that carries six to zero. So that takes care of the master suite addition. So then we'll go ahead and have discussion about the lift edition. Go 
Commissioner Holly, I will just make a comment. So we met with the applicant um, and the owner was present, uh, myself, Stan and Lynn, and we we busted out the trace paper and did try numerous options. The internal option, I believe it's labeled option one, is the would have the least impact um, from the exterior, but the most impact from the exterior from the interior where setting aside the historic environs review just from the perspective of an architect and what the house wants, um, that is the toughest plan in terms of um, impact to the functionality of the house. The southeast option, which I believe is referred to as number four, um, as Lynn said, or the applicant, I forget which one, um, it's awkward from the functionality of a house. It's set back well from the street, but you've got an elevator in your kitchen and taking up an upstairs craft and bedroom. So it is definitely has a pro of being set back from the street. It is with some significant awkwardness from the internal perspective of a house. Um, the option, we did explore the option of, I think it's number three or whichever one it is, the pushback um, five feet. I think that's the one we spent the, the most time on just to keep the addition basically where it's proposed, which from an economic and functional standpoint is very good, but it is visible from uh, from the street. Uh, the applicant spoke to trees, which um, I know Lynn can speak to whether that's, we're supposed to be able to con consider that, but that was just a, just a quick high level summary. Um, the applicant did, did meet and was very, happy to work through some options, but I think they, they're, as they spoke, just trying to submit to the one that they think is the most functional. Well, and this is Commissioner Johnson. I, I was going back to the original staff report and, and it does talk about in terms of the lift addition that um, um, all possible solutions should be explored prior to adding an addition in the proposed location and exterior addition should be considered only after it has been determined that the new use cannot be successfully met by altering non-character defining interior spaces or non-character defining exterior elevations. I would think that the the going to the ARC and, and going to the trouble of of trying to figure out some alternatives would help meet that guideline and that the um, the changes are to um, to meet um, ADA guidelines or to make it accessible and that this location of the lift does less damage to the the interior of the house and actually through the structure. Um, so I'm uh, I'm new to the commission, so I'm not exactly sure how to to craft this motion, but but I would move for its approval based on 
trying to find, look at all the other possible solutions um, that it does the least damage to the structure itself and could be removed um, and that it makes it more accessible. I just don't know exactly how to make that that motion to where it, it meets all of the findings of fact and, and is, is appropriate. This is Chair Meyer. Um, so I, what I hear you saying is that regarding the lift addition, because we, again, we have state law review and certificate of appropriateness, that you, you are making a motion that the lift addition does meet uh, the Secretary of the Interior standards, standards of evaluation and approve the proposed project as it is, that it does not damage the listed property? Yes. Is there a second? Uh, Commissioner Klein would second that motion. All right, there has been a, a, a motion and a second. So I'll go ahead and take a roll call vote. Commissioner Irby. Commissioner Irby, nay. Commissioner Johnson. Commissioner Johnson, uh, yes. Commissioner Ezell. Commissioner Ezell, yay. Commissioner Klein. Commissioner Klein, yay. Commissioner Hawley. Uh, Commissioner Hawley, nay. And Commissioner Meyer is also a nay. And quite frankly, I don't, I didn't keep, I, I was looking at my uh, list. So I don't know what that makes in. Are we three and three? This is Avery Kerner planning stack, yes. I'm trying to remember the last time we had a three and three vote. Rock, paper, scissors? That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> Lynn, uh, I'm trying to recall uh, what, I mean, what do we, what happens with a, a tie vote? A tie vote is equivalent to it not being approved. So you would need, sorry, another motion to review to see if you could have a pass or a fail. Or you might want to have some more discussion on um, what would be appropriate. Staff is still of the opinion that that addition on the south east corner of the property would work best and would meet all the standards. I know it makes it a little bit awkward on the interior, but you really, when you're looking at a listed property, this property is listed in the National Register of Historic Places. You need to be paying attention to the exterior and not designing for the interior. Um, interior spaces are important. This would, the alteration would be to secondary spaces um, and would not be a primary space. Staff does agree that doing it interior at the front, um, coming in the front door, that that would alter a character defining space. But I also believe that doing an addition in that south east corner would be appropriate. So there are uh, options available to get the lift and make this accessible. This is Chair Meyer again. I, I, I really uh, am empathetic to the situation. I guess where I do struggle is that this is a contributing structure 
Um, Go ahead. ahead. No, I was just going to say, I totally agree. I mean, this is a contributing structure. I I just, I'm supportive of the Southeast corner edition. (laughs) I just can't see how we can improve this given the current design. This is Chair Meyer again. Commissioner Hawley, not to try to put you on the hot seat here, but I'm just, I, your comments in conjunction with, with your vote, I guess when I was hearing your comments, I was thinking that in light of the, how it worked functionally, that you might be approving that. Is it, was it the contributing structure for you? Uh, Commissioner Holly, yeah, that's correct. I mean, I'll I'll just say, and this is without my HRC hat, that the location proposed, I think, is absolutely the best functionally. Uh, I think it would, if you can factor in the trees. Um, I think from the street, it's a fairly diminished impact. Um, so there is incredible sympathy there. Um, we're trying to follow the rules and ignore the trees because someone might cut them down. In practice from the street, I think the proposed location does not do a significant amount of harm, but trying to follow the letter of the rules and the contributing structure which is why I voted as I did. Is that walking the razor just right, Commissioner <laughs> or Chair Meyer? Yeah, uh, yes, no, I, I understand that. And I think for me, um, you know, we always talk about, um, you know, trying to not carve out too many exceptions um, in terms of somebody coming back with a contributing structure. Uh, you know, I think one take on it may be that if there were an exception, this would be appropriate in light of what they're trying to do with accessibility. Um, and maybe that's a, a an argument for a P if they choose to appeal it to the city commission from this body. Um, I think I'm just, where I'm at is I'm just stuck on the, um, the you know, contributing structure on the national register and I, I guess if if there's ever uh, ever a reason to err on the side of caution about it, it would be with a property such as this. I guess that's where I'm at with it. Um, commissioner Irby, I think that was well said, and that is how I feel. I feel like all I can do as a commissioner is follow the rules that I have before me, and this just doesn't meet the rules. Commissioner Holly, and um, I'll echo. Uh, Commissioner Irby's well saidness that if the applicant were to take this to the um, city commission for appeal, the very limited nature of the elevator would be a compelling argument, but one that I think is beyond the purview we've been asked to rule in this board. Lynn Braddock Zollner, Historic Resources Administrator. Um, just to clarify, this is a state law review. So what you're doing is kind of quasi-judicial. The, if the appeal is to the city commission, they don't get to 
overturn your decision, they have to find that there are no feasible and prudent alternatives to the project. And clearly there, we've already identified a couple of alternatives that are feasible. So um, the, his, the certificate of appropriateness would be um, heard de novo by the city commission. So they would take in all the new evidence and review using those chapter 22 standards and guidelines. But for the state law review, they would be looking at if there is a feasible and prudent alternative to the project. And this is Chair Meyer and they, they may decide that there isn't. So, I mean, just, just let me put that out there. Well, and this is Commissioner Johnson, then um, is a possible uh, other motion is to um, approve the lift in the southeast corner. Is, is that what I hear um, staff indicating would, would actually meet the, gu the guidelines? Lynn Braddock Zollner, Historic Resources Administrator. I don't think we have enough of the design details for you to make that determination this evening. I think it's something that they would have to draw up and submit. Okay. This is Chair Meyer again. I guess hearing that commentary, does that, uh, does any of that change anyone's vote? <laughs> Well, and this is Commissioner Johnson. I'm I'm very much um, uh, um, I I I hear the 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 arguments and that this is a contributing structure, and um, and I'm I'm certainly open to 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 agreeing with the other commissioners that think that this is just um, not meeting the rules. I would second that, Commissioner Klein. <laughs> um, this is Chair Meyer again. So uh, Lynn, can we just uh, make the same motion again? Commissioner Arby, so can I can I motion? I motion that we find that the lift addition does not meet all of the illustrative criteria in section 22-506.1 and standard nine in section 22-505 of chapter 22 and deny the certificate of appropriateness. Mrs. Jermeyer, is there a second? Uh, Commissioner Klein would uh, second that. Okay, there's been a motion and a second. I'll take a roll call vote. Commissioner Irby. Commissioner Irby, aye. Commissioner Johnson. Commissioner Johnson, aye. Sorry about that. Commissioner Ezell. Commissioner Ezell, nay. Uh, Commissioner uh, Klein. Commissioner Klein, aye. Commissioner Hawley. Commissioner Hawley, aye. Commissioner Meyer is an aye. So that motion passes. 
Commissioner Irby, Commissioner Meyer, I think you're muted. Indeed, I am. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so my question, Lynn, my question was regarding the first motion. If I guess if if members want to change their vote, can we just can we move to? I'm not. I guess I'm not sure what the technicality of that request is. Can we just make another motion? Lynn Braddock, Zollner, Historic Resources Administrator, you would just need to make a motion on the state law review. You've done the certificate of appropriateness review. Correct. I'm just saying we can repeat the motion and take another vote. You would want to um, refer to the Secretary of the Interior Standards. I believe it's on the screen. Right, right. I'm just saying we could just make the same motion that we did. I mean, we could make that motion, right? Yes. Okay. All right. I'm sorry. This is, uh, is there a motion? Sure. I'll make the motion. Commissioner Irby. I move that we find that the lift addition does not meet standard nine of the Secretary of the Interior standards, the standards of poor evaluation and deny the proposed project as it damages the listed historic property for the proposed project. Mr. Meyer, is there a second? Commissioner Klein, I'll second. Mrs. Chair Meyer, there's been a motion and a second. We'll take a roll call vote. Commissioner Irby? Commissioner Irby, aye. Commissioner Johnson? Commissioner Johnson, aye. Commissioner Ezell? Commissioner Ezell, nay. Commissioner Klein? Commissioner Klein, yes. Uh, Commissioner Hawley? Commissioner Hawley, aye. Commissioner Meyer is on aye, so that motion carries as well. Okay, that was the only item on the public hearing item section of the agenda this evening. Um, do we have any miscellaneous items? Lynn Braddock, our Historic Resources Administrator. There are no miscellaneous items from staff. Any miscellaneous items from commissioners? Okay. Well, we've run out of agenda items for the evening, so I will move that we adjourn. Thank you, everyone.